0: You're listening to The Drive with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN.
1: Kansas City making a a run at it now. 14-12, they trail Green Bay. A little over nine minutes to go in the third quarter. This Kansas City team has been fascinating to me because this has been a team that you keep, you expect them to just put points up on the board and win every week. Like you really do. And once again, I always joke, about how they cost me a lot of points last season in our cover five situation that we had here at the station where all the hosts were involved, trying to get the best record, where Gordon Damer was the cover five champion. And every week, I would pick Kansas City because of their ability to put the ball in the end zone. And week after week, they would win, but not cover. And it was so frustrating to watch them. And even this year, they're playing well. They're not playing up to what you expect from them, I think, from a Super Bowl standpoint. I think you just expect them to continue scoring. But, I mean, you talk about a team making adjustments. This is a Kansas City team that lost Tyreek Hill last year and got to the Super Bowl. And they lost a world-class receiver. This guy's on pace for over 2,000 yards receiving this season. Two more touchdowns today, close to 200 yards. And they're still winning games. Now, are they winning them as big as they were when Tyreek Hill was there? No. They made the adjustment. They found other ways to try to win. And so you look at that, you look at what other teams do around the NFL. And you watch this jet offense and you just, you shake your head. And once again, and I'm not, and look, we understand the quarterback situation and I'm not saying everybody does not have a Patrick Mahomes on their team to, to be their quarterback. Everybody doesn't have that. But see, there are teams that are doing much better. And you just shake your head and you're like, Whoa, what's going on here? And so I get it. Everybody wants to blame the head coach. And he is not without blame. There are things that have gone wrong. There are things that he has not taken care of. But the quarterback situation is not just on him. The fact that they didn't have a better backup is not on him. Penalties? Yes. Because every week you hear him say the same thing. Yeah, we're going to address it. Got to get better. We got to do better. And they don't. Fumbles, they happen. Mistakes happen. Nobody plays perfect games, but to have mistakes, pre snap penalties over and over again. To have these, these fouls and, and, and calls made. Because you want to be aggressive, but you have to be smart. yeah, everybody wants to play fast. Yeah, you want to play fast. Play with your hair on fire. That's what you always hear. Oh, you always want to hear that. And as Butler always says, that's great. Play smart. Play smart. And they don't. And yeah, some of it is because I feel like I got to make a play. Some of it is because, well, we're not scoring. Let me see if I can jar the ball loose. And some of it, quite frankly, is frustration. I really do. I believe it. And can you imagine... What the opposite in, in a in a sport where trash talking is key. <laughs> Can you imagine some of the things that opposition are saying to you out there? When your offense is as bad as the Jets have been? Can you imagine and how tough it is to keep it under wraps? Because honestly, they're not wrong in what they're saying. And you can't shut them up because your offense can't move the ball down the field. Just imagine. Now, once again, it's not an excuse for why they do what they do. It's just factual, not an excuse. You still have to play smart. You still have to be a professional. You still have to know that you can't fall for that, that they're trying to get you off your game. You have to know. But I mean, this is, a coming in, this is a five and six Atlanta Falcon team. That wouldn't even, that wouldn't be in the that would be on the outside looking in if they were in any conference except the NFC South. If they were in any division except there. And they're talking smack and laughing and making jokes. At five and six. And you can't shut them up. Because you can't get a decent drive to move down the field. As a competitor, that's got to be. That's the ultimate frustration. So, yeah, I get it. I understand why they happen, but that's no excuse. It's no excuse. Gary Wilson spoke to the media after the game. Now, this is a young man who has. I think, for the most part, unlike last year, has th- said the right things, done the right things, has pretty much went down with the ship. Okay, he hasn't pointed fingers, he hasn't talked about the quarterbacks. Remember the hint he had before about uh, you know Mike White? I know where the ball is and stuff like that. Just just some hints, just some hints you think he's losing faith? Well, he was asked about that after the game today.
0: You know, I love this game. I, I want to, you know, I want to prove prove something every time I'm out there. Um, you know, my legacy's on the line. My family's legacy's on the line. Every time I take the field, every rep, it's got to show in your play. And, and you know, that's got to be my mindset. I love my guys, and I would never even think about losing, you know. Um, I forget what the word was you used, but losing that on them. You know, losing my faith in them, losing whatever it may be.
1: All right, Garrett, how much does this losing weigh on you?
0: So the highest degree, bro. <laughs> um, just to keep it as as, you know, good as I can. You know, it's tough. You know, it's tough, man. So I wanna fix it. That's all.
1: I mean, this is a kid who has known winning all his life. This is a kid who worked in the off season with Aaron Aaron Rodgers, expecting and most what did Dan Olofsky say? He could be the he's gonna prove out to be the most unstoppable wide, uh, paraphrasing there, not quoting and paraphrasing, him. that he's going to be, he could be the, the, the best wide receiver in the National Football League after this year, working with Aaron Rodgers. No Aaron Rodgers, and he is now not doubled, on some occasions, triple coverage. And there are a couple of moves that we saw today on replay where he was open and they couldn't get him the ball. Can you imagine what that's like running and running up and down the field and not getting the football? Knowing you're open? And watching them go to somebody else or getting sacked or or handoff or something else. And nothing's going right. Unbelievable. I I've been watching football a long time, ladies and gentlemen. Long time. I've seen a lot of bad teams. Lots. But you have to go way back to see an offense in this day and age to be as ineffective as this Jet offense has been. I mean, no they don't even know where the to touch, they don't even know where the end zone is. More of your calls next on 987
0: ESPN. You're listening to The Drive with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN.
1: Back to the phones we go. Gary's in Maypack. Gary, you're next on 987. Hey, Larry, what's going on? What's up, Gary?
0: Hey, listen, you know, I called Defending Zach on your station. I called on the station down the dial. I always take a lot of crap from people. You know what? All the talk hosts in New York, they bullied Zach. They piled on Zach. When, you know, and that, I tell you the truth, the just the finalists because whenever there's pressure to bench Zach, they do it. They did it last year. They did it this year. Because he no wasn't good. Because
1: no he wasn't good, oil. Gary.
0: Yeah, but you knew these guys that were going to fill in for him weren't better. You drafted him number but, two. But, Gary, you can't. But,
1: Gary, 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 if you have a car and you still have trouble with your car, you take it to, me- to the mechanic and the car doesn't get better, you take it to the same mechanic? Yeah, but you know what? If I no, no, that, no, 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 no. Yeah, running? but do you take it to the same mechanic? No, but you. If All you right, you right so that's what course. they did. They did. They So they looked. they They couldn't keep him on the field. They had to take him off. Otherwise, he would have no confidence, Gary. Thanks for the phone call. I mean, come on. I, I'm not saying that Tim Boyle and Trevor Simeon have been great, because they haven't. But I mean, you weren't exactly scoring 50 and 50 points a game with Zach Wilson either going up and down this up and down the field. He wasn't good. Gary, the bottom line is none of their quarterbacks are good. None of them. None of them on the roster are good. I mean, the fact that the fact that Trevor Simeon was available at the time he was, guess what? You knew. Wasn't good. Because the really good backups in all the positions, I don't care what the position is. I don't care whether it's wide receiver. I don't care whether it's uh, quarterback. I don't care whether it's running back. I don't care whether it's offensive lineman. I don't care what it is. Usually... Not all the time, usually. If, if it's week four, five, six in the season, these guys aren't that good. That's why they're available. Because if they were really good, they'd be on teams. They'd be on team in the preseason. They would be on teams at training camp. Guys that are still available mid, mid to late in the season, uh, either, there's, a, there's a question mark. Otherwise, they would have a job. Very simple. Josh is in Columbus. What's up, Josh? Hey, Larry, how are you? Great. I think
0: it's time for Joe Douglas to go. I'm really – I look at his talent evaluation. I get nervous because I don't think there's a whole lot there. I think you look at this team this year, way overrated. I mean, you even look at some of the defensive uh, metrics, it's a good defense. I don't even know if it's a top five defense, but – when I look at team building, I need my GM to win rounds two through seven. I expect you to win in round one. And Joe Douglas has done a pretty good job outside of the major caveat of Zach Wilson. But look at his drafting rounds two through seven. I mean, Eccles is a nice player. Ashton Davis is a rotational safety. But there's a whole lot to be desired. And I just I look at where this team is at right now. It's pretty much the next two years or bust. I don't trust him to make the changes. I don't think this is all Solis' fault but you're not hiring a new GM and saying, by the way, you have to keep a coach that we have pretty much an incomplete grade on. So I think it's
1: just time to clean house. Well, Josh, it's an interesting point, And it's something the Jets may have to consider. Thanks for the phone call, especially if this losing continues. And it, and it is interesting because you would think with an offense that is historical in its ineptitude, that the offensive coordinator would be a person that would have to go. You would think. But you brought the offensive coordinator in so he could work with the quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. So how does that go? Because if you're saying to me, hypothetically, that they lose out and they're going to have a really high draft pick, Many of you would say to me, Larry, I don't trust Joe Douglas to make that next quarterback pick after what he did with Zach Wilson, even though there were other teams that thought Zach Wilson was going to be a really good first, really good quarterback. Like there were teams that thought Justin Fields was going to be a really good quarterback. Now, you know, he, I think he's shown himself a little bit better than Zach Wilson, but he has not been great. And Mac Jones is benched in New England, so the quarterback class, you know, after Trevor Lawrence has not been great. But nevertheless, I'm sure many Jet fans would say to me, "Larry, I don't know if I want Joe Douglas making that pick. I don't think I do. I think I want somebody else making it." And once again, if you're if you're going to make that change. If you're gonna make a if you're gonna make a, a head coaching change, the Jets have done this before. They they really want to try to make everything simpatico, right? If you're bringing in a new GM, then you let the GM bring in his new head coach. If the GM if you if the GM's here and you fire the coach, it just doesn't work out. So this is this is not what the Jets wanted clearly. This is a mess right now. And there's a lot of ways this can go. There's a lot of ways this can go. I mean, right now you're looking at, for Robert Sala, I mean, it's the third consecutive losing season. Yeah, once again, I get it. Lost the quarterback, I get it. But third consecutive losing season. And it it doesn't look like, it looks like the locker room is still, you know, talking to each other right now. But you got five more games. I mean, and they've lost it. It's every week that you don't win, it gets more and more tense. Every week. More and more tense. Especially when you're not scoring. And you're right. They have to reevaluate what they've done. Clearly, they need offensive line help. That's obvious. Clearly, they need wide receiver help. That's obvious. Clearly, they need quarterback help. That's also obvious. And they're in the spot right now where, and I understand it, you got Aaron Rodgers here. You saw what happened in Green Bay when they drafted the quarterback to replace him. You saw what happened. You can't bring in a quarterback to bring to follow up for Aaron Rodgers. You can't do it. You just go all in with everything you need to fix him, to get him rolling for next year. You're going to need a quarterback. You are. You're going to need a quarterback. And so, because going forward, You hope you're never in this position again. Just like I said about the Giants. You hope you're not in this position again. Now, for them, it's a little different because this is the start of a regime. So if they want, if they draft the quarterback here, it's perfect for them. Because Daniel Jones is the quarterback next year, and then after that, you know, you could get rid of him. You've got a future Hall of Famer here. Who likes working with a certain head a certain offensive coordinator who's here that's hasn't worked. So this is going to be a very interesting offseason for this Jets team. And the more they lose, the more interesting it becomes. Because clearly something's got to change. You can't at this point you cannot Bring everybody back. Not the way this team is playing. You can't do it. It's impossible. You can't do it. More of your calls next on 98.7 ESPN.
0: You're listening to The Drive with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN.
1: Bad as the Jet offense was, and it was, they still were a drive away from winning this football game. They get the ball at the Atlanta 48, okay? And they still are unable to get points, still unable to get to the end zone from their 48, not where they usually are deep in their own territory, at the Atlanta 48. The drive began at the Atlanta 48. And this is with Trevor Simeon at the helm. Four possessions for Trevor Simeon. Three sacks, three fumbles, one lost. Five of 13 for 66 yards. And he will probably get the start next week. Why? Well, because Tim Boyle and his two starts since replacing Zach Wilson he got one touchdown in 18 drives. And Robert Sala hinted that Boyle got so cute on a couple of the uh, cadences that he threw his own guys offside with a false start. And of course, you know, there's Zach Wilson. Who will probably get more playing time this season. Probably will. Probably will. I mean, what else can he not do? (laughs) I mean, if you're Robert Sala, what are your options? You at some point in time have to find a way and you keep searching until you find somebody that can run this team and get them into the end zone. But we all know. There's not it's not a lot of folks, there's not a lot on this team that you can do that. The quarterbacks are not good. They're not. It's as simple as that. And like I said earlier, we can talk about everything. We can talk about the penalties, and we can talk about a bunch of different things that's wrong with this team. Quarterback play is not the only thing that's wrong with this team but it's the most glaring weakness they have right now. Because their offense has no options. Because they don't have a quarterback. functional quarterback. Quarterback that defenses respect. To say, you know what, you get the ball down the field, it could be something. Now, with all due respect, to Trevor Simeon, who has played in this league and has had some success. Not great, but he's had some success. His resume is better than anybody, any other quarterback on this team. Okay? His resume, his career resume, better than any other quarterback on this team. So you would think that with a full week, he should be able to get better. But I'm just Right now, if you're a Jet fan, here's your thought process. Whatever happens, a quarterback happens this season. This season is done. This season is over. All right? <laughs> Guess what? Another year with no playoffs. Guess what? Uh, Aaron Rodgers, we'll see you in the summer. So now, your thought process is, what's my team going to do with their draft picks coming up? And who's going to make these choices? You got Joe Douglas going into year six. Which is the last year of his contract. Right? You got Robert Sala going into year four. He's got a five-year deal. Nathaniel Hackett has a multi-year deal. You're watching this. You're looking at it. You got to be thinking, what are we going to do? So, for me, It's almost to the point, and and you can't, once again, as I told the Giant fans, I get it. You cannot root for your team to lose. And I do understand that there's no, the way the Jets have picked, there's no guarantee that if they get the quarterback, they'll pick one that can work. Now you're hoping that since Aaron Rodgers is still going to be here, that he can help you out in developing your quarterback. That's what you're hoping. I think you almost. I think you have to take a quarterback here in the draft. I do. Yes, you need offensive line help. We went through that. Yes, you need a bunch of different things. But for me, I think you really. I really think. I really think. You're gonna have to get some. You're gonna have to get a quarterback. You have to consider it. You got to consider it. Because going down, going on from here, what are you left with? You need another quarter. You're gonna need one, and at worst, at worst, you have to go into your pockets and you have to get a better backup than what you had this year. At worst, at worst, you gotta, you have to, you have to improve your backup quarterback spot. You can't ever be in this position again. You can't. Now, if if, if Wilson was third string and this happened, okay, I get it. But for you to make him second string, or as we now say, QB2, knowing that you brought another person in here to replace him because he wasn't fulfilling what you thought he should do. He wasn't making the proper advancements that you thought he should have made. He wasn't seeing the field. He wasn't processing the things that you worked on, the things that you coached him up on, the things that you expected from him, the things that you wanted him to do. He could not do them consistently. He showed some things, but this is about doing it consistently. He had never reached the point that you felt that he could put a team on your shoulders, and win a game. Wasn't there yet. It's not there yet. And what makes it worse, you're looking at C.J. Stroud throwing the ball all over the yard. With Houston. Throwing it all over the yard. Rookie. <laughs> Having the ball. And you're struggling here three quarterbacks who can't, who can't play, just can't play. Oh, it's rough. And it doesn't get better. It just doesn't. And so, once again, that's where the Jets are. They're at a point where they're going to have to make some really, really tough decisions at the end of the season. And the question will be, are they determined enough to say to Aaron Rodgers, we understand that you had a working relationship with these folks, but things just didn't go the way we thought they would go. And we got to make some changes. I'm mindful of a new York Net a new uh, a New Jersey Nets team, at that time, New Jersey Nets team that was in the middle that had tasted success of back to back finals. Quarterback by one Jason Kidd. And there was a conversation when then head coach Byron Scott got fired, and he was replaced by Lawrence Frank. And there was a rumor that Jason Kidd had engineered this by going upstairs and complaining about Byron and so on and so forth. Despite the fact that Byron led them to back to back championship finals appearances. And Jason Kidd said, I'm just an employee. I don't have that, paraphrasing him, I don't have that leverage. I'm just an employee. I don't make those decisions. Well, we'll see if Aaron Rodgers is just an employee. When the Jets have to sit down and look hard at this season and be realistic and be honest and look at what's the shortcomings on this team and things that they need and things that have to improve. Will they be able to honestly say to him, listen, partner, we got to go in a different direction, man. We cannot do this the way. We cannot have an opportunity. We cannot chance that this will happen like this again. We can't do it. Can't do it. We'll see. It's going to be interesting. Hopefully, depending on your outlook, maybe the Jets will get a win. I mean, they've lost five straight. And there's five more games left. Not good. When we return, I'm going to turn my attention to the New York Knicks. I'm going to talk about some winning basketball for a change. We'll do that next on The Drive on 98.7 ESPN.